What's going on, you showing us? Welcome to Lords of Longbox presents the cover price top 10 for the week ending 5 15, 15. 2022, some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know, but anyway, uh, uh, welcome to the show. As always, uh, we're gonna uh, while you guys congregate, let's get some music for you. And then I need to wake me up. I am tired. I have allergies. I'm tired. Uh, so DJ Lady Styles got to do it for me.
crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if I get an attitude. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. I got the rollie on my own and I'm pouring Sean down and I'm over there. Cause I got it going on. Go shawty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. Go shawty. They can't wake you up, nothing can, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You got got a two for today. Um, Yeah, uh, I wish we could do another show. Uh, There is so much stuff that dropped today. Crazy. (laughs) I mean, She Hulk, uh, D23, um, Star Wars Celebration. uh, I think there's a the wb thing going but uh we're here for the cover price top 10 so right. you know we got to do what we got to do you know what i'm saying shout out to everybody in, in in the live chat especially to uh moonlit comics i'll be on her channel tomorrow talking oh. some strange stuff so make sure you check out moonlit comics uh the show is sponsored by coverprice.com for your price guides collections and trends and this here top 10 list also our friends at key collectibles for all your um grading needs pressing Pressing. and facilitating and all that stuff also our friends at krs comics for uh use discount code of lotlb to save 10 percent off and guess what they're dropping tomorrow Ooh. Boom. That's right. Wow. When's the last time we've seen a swimsuit issue? Seen, right? Uh, or a street fighter for that yeah. matter. Yeah. So uh, this drops tomorrow. Um, so it's uh, Cammy, and I do believe that is Chung Chun-Li, right? Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, with a panda for some odd reason. I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's cute. It's Japanese. It's cute. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know what? When's the last time we've seen a swimsuit issue? Did you God. notice the kitten on her on the left side? Oh, oh shit! You are good. You I eye the tiger. I, mean, I was kind of staring. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls. So uh, let's go over the top ten list. Uh, so to see what's um, you know. This this list is pretty interesting. Number one is mm-hmm. really interesting, actually, to me. Uh, I was kind of surprised uh, uh, that it came on there. So let's yep. get right to it, boys and girls. As always, there's always a runner-up. So what is this week's runner-up, Justin? Let's talk about Marvel premiere number 47 from 1979. Of course, Quantumania is a movie that's starting to appear on many collectors' radars. Scott Lang plays a prominent role in the MCU and is one of the more essential roles, of course, in Avengers Endgame. His first appearance book trends to a price jump in both directions. However, has his reputation has a steady trajectory upwards. For example, in 2019 and 2020, a 9.8 for this book would sell for around $500 to $600. After the release of Endgame, this book had a massive jump 
where 9.8s were selling between $1,200 and $1,700. Mm-hmm. This first appearance of Scott Lang has been getting a lot more attention and is elevated by the nice surge in sales last week. Last week, they sold 13 copies, seven-day uptrend of 148%, and a high sale of $336 for a CGC 9.6. Interesting. Good deal. I have a 7.5, nothing close to a 9.6. Yeah. Interesting but why this book is, uh, you know, I, I guess Man, Man 3 and, you know, everything that's coming out. But uh, there you go. Marvel Premiere was 47 as the runner-up. So let's get right to the top 10, boys and girls. Ryan, what do we got for number 10? Here we go. This week, number 10 is Spawn number 9. That's some weird math. Uh, from 1993, and this week was relatively quiet week in the aftermarket world of comics, leaving room for some of the more steady sellers and collector investment books, collectors to pop up back uh, into the top 10. The persistent rumors of Angela being introduced into the MCU via Guardians continue to drive Angela's first appearance. Shortly after her creation, the character fell into a long heated battle between Todd McFarlane and Neil Gaiman, over who owned the overall rights to the character. This became a heated debate with no official contract and uh, went to court, leaving Gaiman the winner of a substantial settlement with McFarlane giving Gaiman ownership of Angela. A year later, Gaiman sold the character to Marvel, making her the sister of Thor. However, her MCU rumor is the key factor pushing first appearance in this issue to sell 21 copies it had a seven day trend of 103 percent and it had a high sale of 192 dollars for a cgc 9.8 wow that's it that seems yeah, pretty cheap it seems low yeah i know yeah is there I, a my... uh, is there a um uh newsstand version of this cover well uh, there's also yeah. a three issue miniseries that's um really dope covers that um, I, I think people should, should look to, but uh, I think maybe... was that done by Marvel, the yeah. miniseries? Yeah. No, no, no. Image. Oh, Image did it. Yeah. Um. Um. You know, and and basically when she was introduced into the uh, Marvel comics, it, she introduced they introduced a tenth realm, which was um, I guess what. Well, heaven i guess for lack of a better word what they called it right uh-huh. uh but yeah yeah go pick them up they're pretty mm-hmm. cheap uh, i mean you know you can get it but but a cc 9.8 for 192 man that's that's that seems pretty cheap, i'm surprised man. it's not more yeah yeah that is cheap all right uh let's go on number nine what do we got justin well, if you had to flip a coin for Spider-Man characters, you either got heads, you got Miles, tails, you got Miguel. So <laughs> here we go. Spider-Man 2099, number one, coming in at number nine. So, of course, this is another big collector book that's found its way back onto this list. First appearance in the end credit scenes of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Miguel O'Hara's nostalgic first solo series into the Spider-Verse has seen his uh, predominant, speaking of increasing values, these sales will likely continue to level up and go even higher with the movie's release, especially as rumors of the live-action depiction of the character, also featuring Oscar Isaac in the voice round, continue sticking around. So this week, we tracked 16 copies, sold a seven-day uptrend of 137%, and had a high sale for 38.25 for a near-mint raw copy. Yeah, this is a hard book. It's got that real thick cover. So if you dent it, bye. 
bye-bye. Yeah, it's either 9-8 or not. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, like, but uh, <laughs> it's it's because Spider-Man is, is it's it's coming. Um, I can't wait to see the animated movie. Uh, oh, oh, man. I cannot wait. Uh, uh, is yeah. there any word of when a trailer might drop for that? Um, Maybe there Thor? Was, right around Thor? I think, I think there was one, but I think at d23 um or excuse me um yeah one of those d23 or the uh other one we may see something there it's gonna come soon um you know but uh yeah go get them Uh, sadly i only have like two copies so uh we shall see where it goes man all right, so number nine on the list, Spider-Man 2099, number one. What do we got for number eight? Eight this week is Batman Beyond the White Knight, number one. And this book is persistent as it reappears on the list after a relatively quiet week. Uh, the cameo of Red Hood's new Robin continues its hot trend. It had 22 copies sold this week, seven-day trend of 114%, and a high sale of 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. I mean, damn, that's respectable. I would think Miles, came Mar- out. I mean, uh, Miguel <laughs> would be a little bit uh, better than this new Robin. Weird. 200 mm. and 192. I don't know. It's mm. a brand new book. People love to spend money. What do you Oh, yeah. Fast track and that stuff. <laughs> you think what it's, you it's just, it's, it's organic or do you think it's a uh, movie it's based? It's got to be organic. I mean, I don't know of any. This is a brand new. Uh, people like Robins, I guess. Ryan, did you buy this book for two hundred dollars? I did you not. Like Robin? I promise. I don't. I did not own this book. <clears throat> not for two hundred. All right. So, Batman Beyond: The White Knight, number one, coming in at number eight. All right. What do we got for number seven? It shouldn't oh. be any surprise because uh, a trailer dropped for this, um, and it was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I got four copies in nine eights. Paper Girls number one from Image Comics back in 2015. The buzz of Paper Girls picked up significantly after the first look at Amazon Prime TV adaptation debuted last week. This Brian K. Vaughn story follows four girls involved in some serious time travel business the morning after Halloween in 1988, leaving fans with some Stranger Thing vibes. This first issue suffered a significant dip in value after its initial options back in 2019. However, fans are once again grabbing this book up before the show drops, hoping Prime continues the track of the recent and solid adaptations like Invincible. Uh, we tracked 29 copies last week, sold 103% uptick with a high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8. Not too shabby. Not shabby at all. Not shabby at all. Uh, Russ, <laughs> Russ Diehard is killing it. Five Hell for, yeah. Yeah, five for five already. All right. Do we need uh, proof of life? <laughs> There's we a couple of five for fives I see. Lenny Sarner's got one. Yeah. The Righteous Flippers got one. All yeah. right. Yeah, nice week list. so far. Yeah, this is an easy list. Well, I mean, here's another one I think might people have, right? I think so. What have we got for number six? Number six this week is New Avengers number seven from back in 2005. The Multiverse of Madness has teased the debut of many new characters and new team appearances. Once the Illuminati were confirmed, fans flocked to pick up the first appearance of the legendary Marvel group. Since the film is still fresh, we'll keep our lips sealed. Um, 
and we won't tell you anything about the Illuminati's longevity until next week. But for now, we tracked 35 sales with a seven-day uptrend of 88%, and it had a high sale of 324 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Um, fair market value is around 46 bucks for raw. So there was news that came out today about um, there was other members that were on the Illuminati that w didn't make it. Um, I, I believe it was Namor. Um, uh, it, it, it draws them. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but just to look it up there. It's all over the Internet um, because, you know, the producer is saying, hey, these characters we had to cut from the film so uh dare i say it raimi cut we get a director's cut raimi cut <laughs> yeah. come on man raimi cut yeah we need the we we need the raimi cut so uh you know uh he, apparently there was what what 40 minutes of additional yep. footage that wasn't used wow. so uh wow. yeah so you know there you go um now it's time to take our break uh, so we can hear from our sponsor, MySlab. So there you go. Go grab a drink. You got 60 seconds. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlab.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20%, or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, by collectors, for collectors. All right. Hold on. We have a uh, troll in here. The Righteous Flipper. Should I remove him? I don't know. What is he saying? That's not long. Wow. Some interesting comments there, Righteous Flipper. He's, he's boring. Yeah. Let's move on. <clears throat> we are the long box weasels. <laughs> we could need to put a beat to that. We are the long box weasels. Comic books. Yeah, let's, let's make a rhyme out of that. It'll be Hell fun. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a. DJ Curse needs to come up with something yeah. on that. Damn. Exactly. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, oh. I'm sorry. I, I saw that and I was like, this dude is tripping, man. And anyway, it's like it gets it, it gets it gets tiresome. So bye. <laughs> All right, so from number six, we go to number five. What do we got? Well, another great book right here, Thor number one from Marvel Comics from 2014. First cover appearance of Jane Foster as Thor lands in the exact spot as it did last week with Thor: Love and Thunder up next. Fans hope to get an entertaining, maybe even electrifying look at um, Jane Foster. This week, we did sell, sold 33 copies, seven-day uptick of 98%, high sale of $307.65 for a CGC 9.8. Current fair market values for Raws are at 102 Oh, Yeah, so there was a, um, a still that uh, was released, I think, today or was today, right? And well, there was one last week that had both of them. 
that they were yeah. standing there where you could see the guns of yeah. uh, Jane. But then, yes, there's a new image that dropped today. Yeah, and it looks like the Council of the Gods um, or something like that. And uh, and it looks like Bast, the Black Panther god, is in that. So um, uh, you may want to look it up in, in, in the comics because I, I think uh, she's going to be uh, part of it. So uh, go look it up. Um, I was surprised because at first, you know, when I saw the image, I was like, is that a statue? You know, but but mm. no, she it was there was an actual actress for it. So, mm. um, man, I'm looking forward to this. Man, yeah. this is uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all the myths. Uh, excuse me. Shout out Otto. All the mythos. <laughs> all the mythos. Um, uh, shout out to Otto. And also, you know what? Hey, shout out to uh, Three Men in the Basement. Uh, for the uh, comic swap uh, over the weekend at the end of the show, you know, Justin, maybe you can, uh, you know, you know, get, you know, tell us uh, how it was and everything. And, you know, uh, you know, it was great to see the community community come out. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to Auto Three Men in the Basement for uh, pulling it off. So there you go. Even had a DJ. And a Lord to the Longbox uh, Ale or something. Yeah. yeah. It was a fine, a fine IPA. <laughs> Although I'm a little upset though that um, the butcher's drink costs more than mine, uh, Oof. Y- Oof. yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I called him out on it on on the, on the possible defect show. I said, "Yo, man, why is your drink more than mine?" It's because his, his was a Bloody Mary. So anyway, so number five is store number one. What do we got for number four? Number four this week is Grim. Number one. This is the J. Lee Jun uh, Chung. Uh, cover from boom studios grim is the latest from boom studios written by stephanie phillips to receive massive hype the series follows jessica harrow a dead reaper recruit who doesn't know how uh that came to pass and is searching for the grim reaper with the success of boom's recent titles over the past several years fans were in a hurry to pick up their favorite cover this week uh, Jay Lee and Jun Chung absolutely crushed this one. We tracked 18 copies sold and had a seven day uptick of 181% with a high sale of a decent 20 bucks for a raw copy. I do like Jay Lee's artwork. Yeah. And that background, look at that background with all those faces, man. That is a cool, it's a good story a cool cover. Is it? Yeah. I read it last week. Really interesting stuff. Definitely got Netflix or movie related. Good. I remember I Jay mean, Lee used to do the uh, Namor covers. Do you remember that back in I don't know the the nineties maybe? Um, but uh, yeah, Jay Lee has a very distinct style and he's pretty dope. Um, um, I think he's going to be out at um, uh, MegaCon. Um, there's a MegaCon. Uh, if you guys are in the Florida area, there's got a lot of great. Um, comic creators that you can get uh, signatures and slabs or whatever but it looks uh, it looks to be pretty good man so uh and our friends at uh, uh our friends at uh Karis comics are going to be there also our friends at uh shortbox are going to be there so uh make sure oops make sure you go check it out man uh if you're in the florida area hopefully it's not too humid for me i don't do florida it's too humid sorry <laughs> sorry way too humid all right, so uh, Grim number one coming in at number four. What do we got for number three? Well, we got back to back Grim issues. We have Grim number one, the Dave Johnson one per store virgin variant. So, as mentioned before, 
Grimm had a ton of variants with numerous high-profile artists within the industry, but this one per store by a David Johnson left collectors and speculators eager to be first in line to pick up some of the limited supply when LCSs, you know, with those great skull cover collectors. So uh, with that being said, the giant skull on the back gracing the cover, which is pretty awesome, did track 40 sales last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 108%, and had a high sale for $45 for a raw copy. Hmm. Something's got to be going on with this. I mean, um, you know, uh, something's happening, maybe a movie or TV show or something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, there was uh, news today that, you know, uh, Netflix laid off like um, 150 employees or something like that. Something along those lines, because, oh. you know, so uh, hopefully it doesn't affect um, future uh, properties, you know, comic book properties. So. We shall see. Grim number one, the Dave Johnson Virgin one per store variant coming in at number three. All right. What do we got for number two of returning champion? This book won't go away. No, it won't. Secret Wars number one. This is the 2015 version outside of what's to come in the next few years. Where does the MCU head next in terms of the multiverse? And we're talking about a broad sense here. After the events of the Multiverse of Madness, many are looking toward the Secret War series as the end game to, well, end game. The story from Jonathan Hickman where universes collide and ultimately collapse the multiverse is an epic book with nearly every Marvel hero of note making an appearance. Speculation feels that this is where the MCU is headed long term. The surreal cover A from Alex Ross makes this the cherry on top. And many felt the need to pick up this former under-the-radar book out of nearly 50 variants. We tracked 30 copies sold. It had a seven-day uptrend of 100, or I'm sorry, of 203%, and it had a high sale of 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, make no doubt, Secret Wars is coming because if you watch Doctor Strange, they said incursion, and Secret Wars is all about. The incursion of you know planets or universes yeah. colliding. And don't sleep together. on that new uh, new Avengers run either. That Hickman yeah. run. Yeah, and uh, like I told you, um, the Russo brothers are going to be doing a trilogy of Secret Wars. That's what I've been told, and I believe it uh, from multiple sources. So um, it's going to be epic. I mean, I mean. It, it, this is, I mean, a Secret Wars movie is going to dwarf Endgame. You know, you know, I, and I don't say that lightly because there is a ton of stuff going on in Secret Wars. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, there was rumors about, you know, Doctor Doom and, you know, Strange. I mean, you know, um, if you don't know the story, pretty much Doctor Strange is the only one that knows what's going on. Everybody else is kind of, you know, in limbo. They, they just realized, eh, we're just in this world, you know. But Doctor Strange, you know, just read it. It's it, it's Good. it's 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 Hickman. It's, Isn't this only eight issues too? How yeah. many like spinoffs were there though? Were there a lot? Uh, so ton, many, yeah. so many in ton. Battle World. <laughs> a ton. I mean, there was a Thor core. Um. Uh, yeah. Marvel Zombies was in there. Yeah, Zombies in there. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. So, uh, um, you know, you know, uh, you know, you know, read the tea leaves. I think there there are some uh issues in there that may be of uh, import. 
So uh, there you go. Uh, so Secret Wars number one coming in at number two. Uh, number one is a total, well, not really, but still interesting nonetheless. What? Yeah, Fantastic Four number 245, the newsstand copy coming out the year of my birth, 1982. We told you that an odd in one in store. This book features the first appearance of the adult Franklin Richards, son of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, a.k.a. Avatar, with godlike reality warping abilities. He is one of the most powerful entities in all of Marvel Comics, whom collectors have turned their eyes to after a brief mention of existence of Richards' children in the new Doctor Strange film. Once believed to be a mutant in this issue to reveal that his subconscious altered his anatomy into looking like it had an X gene while collectors chose this over Franklin's first appearance as a baby or child as a scratching our heads. Still, if there's a character in the MCU to collapse the multiverse, it's Franklin Richards, and a full-powered adult version will be required to do so. So, last week, track 25 copies sold up track of 294% and had a high sale for a CGC 9.4 for $140. Wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. 294%. That's a lot. That means no one was buying it. Yeah. And I meant the, it's also a great run. I meant the, the um, this this whole story. And this this John Byrne when he wrote this he gave this the story. There's this thing where you know, you know, everybody makes fun of the Invisible Woman, and there's a there's a there's a a, a panel or a story where she says she can put a in a, a bubble or you know, whatever invisible bubble inside your body, and then make your body explode by expanding it. So don't sleep hmm. on Sue Storm. She's strong. You know what I mean. Um, and hopefully we get uh, Emily Blunt to play her along, yes. along with uh, John uh, K- Krasinski. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Fantastic Four number Jim. one coming in at um, number Fantastic Four two forty five coming in at number one. That's a surprise. That's a surprise. It was a surprise. This was a yeah, surprise. Yeah, that is a surprise for me. But wow, we uh, ran right right through that. So, um, Justin, yes, how was the comic swap? It was very interesting. A lot of people here in the community in the East Coast, up and down, whether New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, uh, Moonlit Comics was there. Myself, all three men in the basement crew, NY Warriors, Erod, uh, Mike the Beat, Benson, the Principal Defects. I could go on and on. Fun time. Uh, you know, no drama. All comic books. Buying, selling, trading. A lot of fun. How's DJ? Uh, very good. Very. So here's my thing. I liked it because, you know what? I'm literally, like, looking through long boxes, short boxes. I'm bobbing my head. I'm singing the songs. But I heard some complaints that he was too loud. I guess you got to be too that's, old. Yeah, that's playing, what I heard, know? too. The, uh, the, the old regime who doesn't... Um... <laughs> Appreciate that kind of stuff, but was he as good as DJ Curse? Nah. Uh, uh, all right, Otto, I got you on that one. Yeah, here you go. Um, hey guys, uh, right after this, go check out Nearing Nirvana, our sister channel. They're going live right now, so uh, make sure you go support the uh, females in the comic 
community. And with that, we bid you adieu. We will be back Thursday for the Shakers list. And uh, let's set you out. So as I find, find my music. Oh, I'm sorry. Dark Side of Any last words? No. no I, hey, peace out, everybody. Come on. See you Thursday. Fun, right. fun show. Justin, any last words? Where do you find you? What you do? Uh, yeah, just check out the Comic-Con podcast. Had a fun uh, interview slash co-host last week with uh, Shot A Page, of course. From what page is it? And, uh, you know, we'll be back to the normal stuff here on the, the podcast. So, Comic-Con podcast. Yeah. We got to do a Where's Waldo for uh, for uh, for Manimal. Yeah, he'll be back this week, hopefully. <laughs> and if not, someone else will be on there in the panel with me. You hear that, Zach? You've been replaced. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, for our Lord's Long Box, keep digging in long boxes and peace out.